All right, Gate 14 podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Junta. We're joined just with Avery. Jeremy, again, is tardy to the party, not showing up to the episode, but I will give a prediction. You have my word. I will be giving a JR prediction at the end of this episode. Avery, how are you doing, man? You are in beautiful North Carolina, I believe. Is that correct? Yep. Um, I don't even know what city I'm in at this point. Durham, I think. Beautiful. Uh, you got to yeah, go to a AAA game. I drove past the park. I was going to text you and ask if you knew anyone on the Bulls. I did. Do you want me to get you tickets? I have no idea when I'm going to be free, to be honest. But Okay. Yeah, well, if I'll you win. are free tomorrow night or during one of the nights, I'll, I'll get my buddy to get hook it up for you. Oh, hell yeah. You're a good guy, but, Johnny. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a guy's guy. Okay. And, Avery, I want you to clip this and put this in maybe like – like for the clip to the maybe we'll do we'll post this tonight to lead up the episode. But I got to discuss something that I saw at the Jays game. That is something that made me sick to my stomach, something that made me take a step back and say, are we a poverty franchise? And it's something that had to be discussed. And it's crazy. They just slipped it in there like and think thought no one would notice. And here it comes the Toronto Blue Jays have a banner for the 2020 wild card series hanging up at the Rogers center a 2020 wild card series in which they got swept by the rays banner at the Rogers center literally beside the al east championship one from 2016 is that not the most sickening fucking thing maybe of all time and i have a picture of it to prove it so we will add that to the clip it is disgusting it's a lot like the Colts when they had the uh, a similar banner, but I can't believe that I, that actually happened. Who who allowed that? Whoever allowed it should be executed. And I say that with the utmost respect. Like there should be some repercussions because that gives me. You know what that gives me? That gives me um, Nashville Predators vibes when they were getting body bagged all over social media for that banner. I'm just happy it's one swept swept under the rug, and no one knows about it. And two, it's like. Did they just sneak that in there? No ceremony, nothing? Like, how did that How did that occur? Because, because, first of all, the fact that that's even a fucking banner is bananas. And it's beside, like, the Roy Holiday fucking Hall of Fame one. It's just, uh, it's a stain. And I genuinely do think the Toronto Blue Jays are cursed because the year after that, they missed out on the playoffs by one game. You hang a banner like that, there's repercussions. Do you think it's, like, a, a placeholder? It has to be, right? Just like they had an uneven number of banners, so they threw one up there. I I, I pray that's the case, but you just don't do that. No, that's and, stupid. And usually I'm one of the guys that makes fun of the pe- like of the teams that like celebrate mediocrity or are just like poverty teams in general. This is a stain on the Toronto Blue Jays, and this has to get resolved. I I, I can't fucking believe that's actually a thing. You know who's a guy who likes participation trophies? JR. Yep. JR loves JR loves a good fucking participation trophy and he can't even be here to protect himself from it. So we're gonna say he's a we're gonna say JR is an advocate of the banner. Is JR an advocate of the banner? No, some yeah, are saying he, uh, some he are call, saying he called me just to say he loves the banner. Yeah, he does love the banner. He does love the banner. Um, it's just I have a series crazy. MVP, by the way. Really? The White Sox series. And it's you, Johnny. All three fucking games. Are you kidding me? I pat on the back. I listen. This is our this is our second job, technically our second job. I'm boots on the ground. Got noticed a couple times today, a couple times uh, yesterday. Is, is um, that not the weirdest thing of all time? Though? It is weird. It's weird, but it wasn't like interactions where it's like I just like someone would just walk by and say like gate fourteen, or they would just like say my name or something. But it is weird. It's kind of electric. But 
I, I went to all three games and I soaked the traffic. I drove the hour and a half from Guelph or whatever it took the hour, I guess, hour back, hour and a half there. And I went to all three games. I, I turned this season around single-handedly and some are starting to mention it. I mean, you said you got mad at me in our group text. You put that Instagram story up. JR is the guy who doesn't show up. I would have been there. You know, you I would have been. been there. And the thing is you missed out on, on meeting Jano. Like that's like that kind of uh, like a little salt to the womb, right? Like that's a little bit of salt to the womb. I mean, that sucks. I mean, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to meet him when we go to the all-star game to watch him play. Yeah. The, the, and by the way, listeners of this podcast, we are going to start a campaign for Danny Jansen to be in the all-star game. Because the run that he is on, he has an 1150 OPS, I believe it is. It is mind-boggling. Like, it is absurd. And there's, like, polls now on MLB Fits, which is, like, a, one of my guys. He's, like, um MLB page where it's, like, is Danny Jansen the best catcher in baseball? Like, that was a serious question that was brought up as of right now, just this year. He is hitting for average. He gets on base. His OPS is insanely high. And he's launching. It's it, it's banana. I, I It's... It's like all the Danny Jansen haters that we're probably talking early in the year. They're fucking piped down. No, it's nice because he was a bat first prospect when he came up, right? Yeah. So taking a little while. I've, I think I've said this before, but I really want to know from him, hopefully when we get him on the show, it's like what really goes into handling a major league like staff? Because every single bat first catcher always struggles when they get up to the majors. And I just want to know like how real, really difficult it is because everyone struggles. That's a good question. And I got another thing I got to bring up. So one, I do apologize to Jansen because uh, when we met up, I kind of fucked up and I was like, let's go beside the dugout. And then there was still fans there and he just got bombarded with autographs. So we left and went, we went to the other side of the dugout, but the security there need to fucking stop. I mean, I said on multiple occasions, I am friends with Jano. Here's a picture of him wearing my shirt that he sent me. Here's a picture of him like saying, all right, I'll come out in a second. With your face on it, right? Yeah. It's like World War fucking three for me to get. It's like I'm fucking storming the field with no one there. It is bananas. And like security guards are like, yeah, dude, you need like uh, some sort of badge or some shit. Because if you're if you're going to do this pretty good amount, like I did again today with Jake Berger, you're you're going to have to actually like wear something. So we're just not get like saying to you, like thinking you're just a fucking weird autograph seeker. Right. It was wild. I was I had to tell like 18 different security guards like. I'm with Jano. Like I, I'm going to take a picture with Jano on the field. Like let me the fuck down. And it was like, Holy fuck. It's like pulling teeth with these people. I think you got to make a shirt that just says like, I'm friends with the players. Yeah. Right. No, that's exactly what you have to do. And I mean, and first of all, what did Jano have to say? Did you talk about how he's been playing? No, no. I, I just said, I, I was just like, dude, you've been buzzing. Eh? Like I've been like, dude, you've been buzzing. He's like, yeah, dude, I feel good. I said, I was like, oh, it must be because I, it must be because I'm going, I went to every game. Like, that's probably why you're buzzing. He's like, yeah. And then I forgot what he said. He's like, where were you sitting? I was like, I was sitting in the fucking rafters, Jano, <laughs> sitting in the fucking 500 level. But dude, I mean, it, it's crazy to see because Alejandro Kirk, it might be the best DH in baseball now. And Alejandro Kirk, what he did this series is like, He'll not like if, and I love when they show the replay of Alejandro Kirk on the Jumbotron because it shows how dialed in his face is. And then when he runs, like his hands are just pitter pattering around the base path. It's the greatest sight of all time. He mashes. He mashes. He hit the um, double in the gap, I think, today. And the uh, I was watching like the YouTube video of the replay. I was out playing golf and his face was just all the fastest fuck boy 
could have definitely been used for that and it would have been funnier than the one on our instagram that's going to get a million views in the next couple of days oh it, i think it already has but um the, the the alejandro kirk what a fucking turnaround i always knew he was a good hitter he was just slow but if you have out a guy like that to this lineup i don't even think the jays at this point need a fucking pickup at the deadline i mean he is insane dude and he's not hitting off of bums like everyone was hitting like shit against michael kopech alejandro kirk's mashing and jano obviously and those guys but he's doing this off of lucas giolito michael kopech johnny cueto no one was touching johnny cueto no one and alejandro kirk starts it by just launching a fucking double in the gap it was incredible to watch and when the jays lineup is doing this is there a more fun fucking team to watch in baseball than the Jays? I mean, Tapia is hitting 300 in his last 30 at-bats or whatever. I uh, I think that's what made us so frustrated right at the start. Yeah. Because we knew what this team could do. Speaking of our catchers as well, um, no two catchers have a higher weight of runs created plus than Alejandro Kirk and Danny Jansen right now. Is that good? Is that good? Some people would say that's pretty good, including me. Um, but it's been really, really fun to watch them hit. Like, we're just going streaking now. I, I don't think we'll lose ever again. I At this pace, I, like, and, dude, Manoa had his nasty stuff, and hand up, I had the over. I can't believe that hit. That 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 had no business hitting. The live total was, like, three and a half at one point. It hit. It, the game had 13 runs or whatever it, the fuck, or 12. Was it two nothing in the eighth, top of the eighth? No, it was, like, two nothing going to, like, the fifth. The fifth or sixth, I'm pretty sure. And they just went on an absolute rampant tear. And, by the way, people... Tay Oscar's back. That guy is mashing, mashing. I didn't. Yeah, good for us. He had a dinger today, right? He had a dinger. Yeah, I think he had two doubles. It's it. it he's insane. He's a crazy person. When Tay Oscar is buzzing, he is a crazy person. He had a dinger and a double. Espinal three for five. I mean, I, you had a great, great Instagram today because. Kevin Biggio has been a sad sack of shit since he's been back up. Well, again. I'll be honest. He got that massive hit today. It's yeah, like double. at least he's kind of having competitive at-bats, but he is – his strikeouts have to draw. That's just plain and simple. Well, it feels like he just – he's looking to walk. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, he definitely is. But, dude, that I, that last at-bat he had with the bases loaded, which cashed the over, I was – or I don't know if it cashed the over, it cashed the, the push. I was like, all right, we're like, I'm fucked. And Kevin Biggio is aggressive. This he was aggressive that at bat. He wasn't taking like literally borderline cock shots. Like he not like a double in the gap. He mashed, and I was like, man, all right. Like I could see a lineup where Kevin Biggio is not the everyday guy, but like if he comes off the bench, I'm like, okay, because Bradley Zimmer is the most sorry motherfucker I like I've ever seen. And the fact that at one point, the game was five to three bases loaded. And thank God, Santiago Espinal came through with three RBI double or two RBI double. Charlie Montoyo pinch hits Lourdes Gurriel for Tapia, who's a pretty good hitter now. I will say that he's a pretty good hitter as of right now. He pinch hits Lourdes Gurriel for Tapia, but then keeps Zimmer in the fucking game with the bases loaded and one out with Springer on the bench. It, I couldn't believe it. I was like, Oh, I'm dead. The, like the over is dead. Zimmer fucking whatever strikes out. I'm pretty sure he struck out and you got Espinal, 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 Espinal. I think he has the best war out of second basements in baseball. Is that correct? I think oh. it is. That's what they said on the, on the screen. Yeah, for sure. 
the, I think him and Alejandro Kirk, if you break down their swings, have the exact same swing. It's just a nice little liner back up the middle too when they like backspin one. I think it's they're just solid swings. Dude. And him in the one spot too. Oh, dude, I love it. I, and the thing is, it's like I love Springer, but dude, if you can move Springer down to like the two hole and then just like move the lineup back, like Espinal, Springer, Bobachet, Guerrero, Teo, like that is a fuck. Yeah, it lineup. just uh, it just doesn't give Teoscar enough chances in the five hole. I think is why. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Like, Calvin Biggio was in I the like. six hole today. That was crazy. I agree with in that. In the six hole, out <laughs> of Chapman. And Chapman actually is not swinging at that bad. He, and damn, I'm happy he's like okay because he got absolutely fucking hit right in the back of the head with the uh, a pitch by I don't remember who it was Lopez I believe it was Ronaldo Lopez. Yeah. yeah, but dude, it's just it's it's so fun to see good baseball again, like for the Toronto Blue Jays. And obviously we we're overreacting. It was like a two week slide or whatever. But this team is on a fucking eight game win streak, man. Like this is the point where I'm watching this team and like. I count down to when they have a game, like when their game starts, because it's so fun to watch. The offense is you put up six, seven and eight runs or whatever it was, or I think it was six, seven. And how many did the Jays put up today? Eight, eight. It was eight, three, yeah. right? Six, seven and eight runs in a series against the White Sox. And you're going up against Giolito Kopech and fucking Cueto. Like you're not facing bums and you put up six, seven and eight. It's awesome, man. It's why like, we can watch baseball again. So someone who wasn't watching the games, I was driving through West Virginia and everywhere last night. And then today I was on the golf course. When you look at your phone and you see score notifications and you see there's like five or six of them again, that's what the Blue Jays were doing every game last year. It's just like double, single, at least, home every game. I would say at like the second half part of the season where when they like got back at home, because I remember that stretch. They didn't lose at home for a fucking while. Like they, they faced, I believe it was the Royals the opening weekend, and they faced the Red Sox, and then just like pretty like decent teams. But man, it, this is so fun to watch, dude. Like I, I, this I'm glad I went to all three games. Luckily, Jake Berger sent me tickets to today's game, so I don't have to pay for that. But it was, it was, it's awesome to watch. Like it really is, and it's sick to see like how excited the fans are, and it's just crazy. But there is something else I got to bring up. And maybe you noticed this. Actually, I have, I have like a ton of notes. So this is something that I do have to bring up. Do you ever notice the weird random mix of facts on the fucking Jumbotron? Like uh, Ramiel Tapia is two for his last five on evening games during. The, like, it's just the most random spew shit that they just do to fill on the Jumbotron. I have seen some of the most outlandish fucking stats. I'm going to someone's got to like screenshot that. If, if listen, if one of our listeners goes to a game and sees something that's crazy, please send it to us because these facts are outlandish. They make zero sense. They're just the cherry pick stats, right? Yes. I, I mean, that was a dream job for me pretty much to be able to find. You just go on fan graphs. You click on splits. You press day or night. You can do with wind. You can do on grass or on turf and you can find some crazy shit. So it's I mean, it's probably harder for guys to find stats for Bradley Zimmer because he just sucks but like vladdy i'm sure you have a thousand stats for that. <laughs> well the the, the calvin biggio one i think they just flat out lied on the jumbotron like <laughs> they were like calvin biggio has reached safe in all five games since being called up and i was like didn't he go over like two days ago I, I don't remember maybe he walked or something but i was like that can't be true maybe it was but it's just the jumbotron facts are crazy i have ton i have a ton of like just little jot notes from these games like 
that's something I want to bring up. And then another thing, which I think will be hilarious for the TikTok is why do managers and coaches wear uniforms? Why? Like, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine Sheldon fucking Keith on the Leafs bench in a, in a Leaf jersey? Like, not like the shoulder pads, but he's wearing a fucking Leaf jersey? I think it would be funnier to see Nick Nurse full uniform, no undershirt. <laughs> it's the only sport that does it. I don't know the origin of it. It is pound for pound one of the dumbest things of all time, legitimately, in all of sports. Would, uh, would you think managers would wear, like, khakis if they didn't have to wear a uniform? I'm just thinking like they'd have to look like the athletic trainers, right? Yes, like just like travel shorts, like or like uh sorry, training shorts and just a nice pair of like Nikes or whatever the team sponsor is. Like the fact that Charlie Montoya, it's just a crazy visual that a manager has a designated number and jersey he has to legit put on and go through the hassle every fucking game. What's the point of even one cleaning it? You he doesn't, he sits on the bench. It just and ass two, sweat. That's all. Just, just the hassle of mate, like of just having the fucking trainer have to like wash an extra jersey that is for a fucking manager that doesn't need it is bananas. It is kind of funny. I think there's two managers who rock the jersey well. Can you guess them? Who managed rock jersey well? Hmm. Terry Francona. No. Gabe Kapler. No. Okay. I was thinking they have good style when they wear jerseys. Is it a young? What is it like a young manager? No, two old fuckers. Tony La Russa? No, 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 no. <laughs> Who is it? I let Dusty Baker. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Buck Showalter because he wears the uh, Buck Showalter, like the, like yeah. the tweeners with the uh, stirrups. That's a, that's a great. That's a great analysis. Buck Showalter. Yep. My manager. Realistically, I think I, Dusty I, Baker with the armbands looks kind of like why. Like, does he have to stop sweating down to his fingertips so he can I, write the lineup card? I seriously don't know, but. I don't want to chirp Dusty because he's he's a Dusty's legend. Dusty's a legend, but. man. He's such a legend. I wish he got that World Series last year, but it's just, dude, it's like everything's happy in the world. The, the Jays are buzzing, and what's stopping them from sweeping the fucking Twins? They're cat shit. They stink. Literally not. Maybe Byron Buxton, but that's about it. He's so good. He is really good. so fucking good, dude. <laughs> he's a problem. And I don't even, like, dude... Manoa was good today. Like he was good. He wasn't great today, but man, I, it's just, it doesn't even matter. Like this is a long time coming that Manoa finally got run support. Cause usually when he would give up three, they'd lose like he, or he would get the loss or they'd lose like three, two, three, one or whatever. But dude, it's crazy. And I, so this is not, so I went to the game on this. Is, you, you're going to enjoy this story, Avery. And honestly, I think this is going to be like really funny. So I went to the game with my buddy, Isaac. So, Shout out Isaac, by the way. So he, I think the second game of the year, he got fucked up drunk and he bought a jersey, right? He bought a jersey. One of the most psychopathic, diabolical moves I've ever seen in my life. He bought a jersey in like the first and second and returned it in the ninth. <laughs> he wore a jersey for the whole game. He was so fucked up, he bought it and then he returned it in the ninth. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's actually genius. Like you, you don't want to be the odd man out. Like you don't want to be the guy like wearing just street clothes, right? I mean, he. Did, I would have. I would never even think about. It. That's awesome. He was. He was so fucked up though. But it's like, 
he wasn't thinking like, I'm going to wear a jersey the whole game and then return it. He was like, oh, fuck, I just spent like 220 on a jersey. I should probably return that. It's like he wasn't just thinking a thousand IQ. Why don't people do that more often? It's kind of fucked up, but like, fuck them. I would have thought that the store closed by the ninth, but maybe not. Maybe after no. the game, they keep it open. No, they keep it open after the game. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> it's but a it, diabolic move. It's a diabolical move. I mean, I you should be doing that every time you go to a new game and you don't have any gear from the team. It's that's awesome. It's it, Isaac. He he's, he sees our TikToks all the time. I guarantee you he will or he, he will at least listen and hear it. But it is I'm sorry for outing. It. it is the craziest story. Like I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, so you bought it in the first and you just returned it in the ninth. Like apparently the people were like, why? Why are you returning? You just bought this. And he was like, it's too small or whatever. And they're like, no, it's not. All right, whatever. But I don't recommend doing that. Maybe we can get do try to weasel our way to get Jr. to do that. Cause he's like, I, cause he's like such a genuinely good guy where he will be like, he, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. Man. He would never do. He, he doesn't like customer service. That would be his one thing. He wouldn't <laughs> want to go back and deal with that. And he's just too good of a guy to do that. It's yeah, it was, I had to bring that up. Cause that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. It, it, when he told me that I was like, dude, you're a fucking lunatic. For that. <laughs> so it's um, it was wild, but man, if you like, if you look at this whole series, and obviously, like I said, I was dialed and I went to every single game. Who do you think pitched the best? Like, Gossman wasn't really that good. I don't think so. I mean, you can't give it to Ryu, right? He's hurt again. That guy's never not injured, ever. We need to shout out the guy on uh, Twitter who uh, who tweeted us yeah, that. that was a great tweet. That was, that was just an all-time. I'm not going to lie. We've gotten – I texted Johnny this yesterday. The fucking socials are buzzing with people tagging us now. Yeah, I mean, we're starting to gain some steam here. Like, don't let the Blue Jays are hot. Don't let the Gate 14 podcast get hot because it is going to be a fucking problem. Don't let Tay Oscar and the Gate 14 podcast get hot. Don't let those two, because let me tell you something, Major Leagues. With Tay Oscar Hernandez heating up, this lineup is a problem because you got fucking Kirk in the six hole, seven hole mashing. You got Lourdes, who didn't even play today, had one at bat. The Jays put up an eight spot without Lourdes and without George Springer and with Kevin Biggio and Zimmer in the fucking lineup. Jano didn't play either, right? Jano didn't play either. It's wild. I like. Do you do you think it's uh, these lineups, man? I think it's like bad for the fans almost. Like I'm, I know it's good when we win, but you buy tickets to a game and you see Charlie Montoya pull that shit, and it's like, oh man. Yeah, I I, I could see that from that perspective. It's just. That, that's the thing, right? It's like, how much rest can these guys need? You had an off day on Monday. You had an off day on Monday, dude. Like, like Jano's got to be feeling good at this point, right? Like, he doesn't need a day off every time. If I'm hitting as well as Jano is, I am getting pissed off when I'm on the lineup. That's, like, just plain and simple. Yeah. I I don't love it, but if it starts to work for us, I will tip my cap and just yeah watch them win. You really have to. And another note that I made here... um. The foul ball net. Isn't it crazy that we used to live in an era where there was a foul ball net that just pretty much went to first base? I, I think I said this last week to someone. It was like, because I saw a piss missile get hit down the left field line. And it's like, uh, people were just wearing that off the teeth before. No, seriously. And I have a crazy memory because I used to go to like, when I was a kid, I used to go to like 20 Jays games a year. I have a crazy memory of like a lady in a section near me like getting hit in the head and having like a seizure. Like I think I might have been a dream, but 
it's wild that that just got implemented like last year. Yeah, and you don't even notice it at the games at all. Like, who was arguing not to have it? Like, who? We like, should have given out helmets to people like down the lines. Who, whoever pitched this idea of fucking like to have it, it, you, it doesn't take brain cells to say that, right? It's just crazy that like at one point, like because obviously this was like literally two years ago. I remember I went to a game. I was like front row or whatever, and there was no net, and I was scared for my life. Like you could, leg- oh, there's a legitimate chance that Josh Donaldson would pull a baseball and murder someone like yeah. a legitimate chance. And like Joey bats, whose exit velos were fucked. Like imagine a Joey bat early pull on a baseball. Encarnacion just one hand whipping it into the fucking 10th row. It's but it, that was it's I people have died, right? They had to have. Oh, hundred percent. God, Baseball did some stupid things. Not having those nets up was probably one of them. And you'd think um, the only pushback had to be them saying that it would ruin fan experience, but it just hasn't changed anything at all. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. It's The, the, the nets thing is the craziest. It's like, dude, why was that even an argument? I, I'm just happy it's up because it makes the game way less stressful and the only balls that go over to that net are like weak pop-ups. Sometimes it's a hard pop-up, but not usually, right? So it, it, it's it, I'm fired up that it's like a thing, to be honest. So you can the, actually join the game. The only thing you get is those piss missile, like backs, backspun balls that are fouled off straight back into the 200s. If you sit behind the plate, like kind of to the right a little bit yes, in the 200s, yes. you will get 15 baseballs hit to you. Yeah, no, that's a, yeah, that's 100% true. That 100% makes sense. So, yeah, that's another thing that I've noticed at the game. Like, it just, it's wild that, like, at some point that, that was just never a thing. And, like, especially during the steroid era when, like, you had guys that were literally just launching baseballs, like, ripping the seams off of them. I don't even want to know. I would just never buy a ticket there, like, down the line. Never. Speaking of steroids, if we went back to allowing steroids and spider tack, who do you think would, like, have the advantage i think pitchers you think so because they they throw so hard and like it doesn't matter like steroids is one thing we have to be able to hit the ball and could you imagine like a degrom or a scherzer on roids or with sticky tax like degrom would be fucked i don't think he's the type of guy that uses it though so i, I don't know if yeah i don't know if it would affect him as much but just like a lot of these like average joe pitchers would be just absolutely on the loose because they have sticky tack. Yeah, no, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'd, yeah, that'd be good. I, maybe back. there could be a league of just people that have been cut from Major League Baseball. Yeah, just like make the Frontier own. League. Just make yeah, it. the Frontier League. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just like, this was a sick series to watch live. It was sick to, like, just see home runs on home runs, like runners scoring position getting cashed in. Did you like the 3 o'clock game today? Yeah, I actually did. I, hope- the only shitty thing was, is like, leaving the game. The traffic is Oh dude. fuck yeah! Um, after work traffic. Yeah, it's terrible. That's it's terrible. Ass. Yeah, that's the only thing. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I I think I think seeing the Toronto Blue Jays do this, I just never want it to end. And obviously, I know it's go- sooner and later they're gonna go on like that little skid like they did last time. But I just we just got to you got as a fan we got to embrace the good times. Like we got to embrace what is going on right now because. 
this is incredible, and I hope they keep it going to the Yankee series next week. That would be fucking incredible. So what are we now? Thirty and twenty, only fifty games in. Yeah, crazy. We still have more than third of the season or two thirds of the season left. Yeah, and there's so many, fli- so much flip flop. Like there's gonna like the Yankees aren't gonna stay in first forever. I hope not, at least. But they've kind of came down to earth. They kind of came down to earth, I guess. Everyone on their team got hurt finally, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, did uh, JMO do the thing tonight? No, he gave up a double, and uh, the Yankees are losing one nothing. No way. And yeah, JMO is throwing a fucking perfect game, and they're losing one nothing. Uh, or they just got a two RBI do- uh, single with bases loaded, two outs. But yeah, fuck's sakes. Yeah, would have been nice for them to lose, but whatever. Yeah, I want to talk about the AL East teams. How about the Tampa Bay Rays last night? Yeah, yeah. Your ass was in the jackpot. <laughs> Your ass in the jackpot. And I kept refreshing. They had like one hit going into like the eighth, right? Yes. Yes. They had one hit going into the eighth. I was driving through the mountains of West Virginia, scrolling my phone, praying that the Rays would get a hit. Nope. Just wouldn't happen. They refused to get hits. And then somehow turned the score back on. The Rays scored a run and then figure it out. It was now. just like a scratch and claw. No business winning a t- that type of game. Credit to the Rays, dude, because that was a big one for the boys. You love you love to see that shit. You really do. So shout out Avery for that. Well, you did. You tried to get me fired in the no, middle. No, I of reverse game. mushed you. I, I knew what you were doing. I was gonna thank you for that because it, it yeah, worked. I am. Uh, if you if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm a reverse jinx king. I if a team is losing that I bet on, I will just immediately tweet like, "Oh, so this team's poverty now." <laughs> Or like, like, so last week, I think I had the White Sox on the weekend. Yeah, last weekend. And I tweeted, um, watching the Chicago White Sox play baseball should be a federal, like, uh, like a, a prison sentence. P- punishable. And, and then they won in extra innings. They were down one nothing going into the ninth, and they won 5-3. So the reverse jinx is crazy. It works a lot of the time. So I'm just going to keep doing it. As if I start. Like I said, I'm going to keep doing it, and it hit, and the Rays yesterday cashed, and you're all the way back. But yeah. that Sandy Red Sox pick, that was unforgivable. I, I, the Unforgivable shit. Got to get you on the stream since I'm going to be off of it forever because you got me kicked off. <laughs> Sandy, Sandy, you know, Sandy was on your side. He's like, the Rays are going to do this. And I was that was like, a yeah. good guy, man. My boss sticking up for me. I love that. Yeah, that's a guy you want to go in the trenches with. I was just holding your ass to the fire. Yeah. And it came through, and I and I sent you the tweet at like one a.m. of like the good fellas, rest in peace, uh, just hammering in the shower, like let's go, like just like oh that, that gift. So that's what I did for you. But um, yeah, it was great credit to you for the raise, man, because that game had no business hitting, no business, none at all. And I did no research for that one. That was a no thoughts, gut. just vibes, right? It was a gut pick, and I, I love gut picks. I love picks with no analytics behind them. It's just like, I, this team's going to win. Yeah. Like the Dodgers tonight. That's, if you get swept by the Pirates, you take that team the next game. That's just guaranteed, almost. So if I, if you're listening to this and the Dodgers won, you're welcome. But, um, dude, and speaking about AL East as well, like you said, the Yankees signed Matt Carpenter, and he all of a sudden can just mash now. It's, I mean, they have a fake field. I think I could hit home runs there. Okay, that's a true point. That the, that's a very true point. But why didn't the Jays at least look at him? He's a left-handed yeah. bat that plays everywhere. I uh, I don't know. Like, say we sign Matt Carpenter and we come on this pod the next day, 
I think the consensus from us is who fucking cares, right? Yeah, it's a who cares, but it's a good like guy that's experienced in the show bat. Like I wouldn't be pissed off necessarily pissed off about it. No, no, for sure not. I I'm fine with Kevin Biggio over Matt Carpenter, I think. Kevin Biggio, I mean, working he's working his way back into my Kevin Biggio being our bench bat who can play all those positions is what he's meant to do. He's not meant to be our starter. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. And Char- you never know with Charlie's lineups. Like this, the fact that Zimmer like has started, I think two games this week or in the last week, is just like fuck. He started on Sunday, I believe, right? Yeah, he did because I believe Lourdes or Teoscar pinch hit for him, and he started today. And he's played like out. Is he that good defensively? Where Charlie Montoya has to fucking put him in defensively? Like, what is that? We can look at his outs above average here. He but. can't be that good defensively. Charlie Montoya puts him in defensively every fucking game, it feels like, dude. <laughs> who, is that when he takes out Springer, too? I forget who he Yes, I don't understand. Like, how good can this fucking guy possibly be defensively, man? Yeah, I'm going to look here. I don't think he's probably that good defensively. I don't either. Uh, and Montoya insists to put him in, like, so his parents don't text him, like. Okay, so his outs above average or 64th percentile. But his sprint speed is 97th percentile, and his jump is 89th percentile. Oh, so he's okay. So maybe I, I beat my words. Maybe that's pretty fucking good, actually. God damn, good for him. Yeah, I love Tapia. I will say that watching Tapia has been a fucking pleasure. It was ugly when he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do, and he's trying to hit home runs. Now he's like a little like slap hitter, double down the line, little gap single. He's figured it out. And you he's need that guy as a rally starter, right? Yeah. You can't all just hit, try and hit home runs. Yeah. Although it would be nice, but I think having a guy like that, him and Espinal in the lineup are good. Good guys to get the things going. There was another group of guys in the Blue Jays center, uh, and it took every bone in my body not to chirp, but they were saying trade Vladdy. Or like, what would we get for Vladdy? It's like, you're kidding me, right? Like, we're, like I said, we're turning into fucking Yankee fans. But trying to trade our own players, which is legit crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. And uh, you see, so they're not going to trade uh, Juan Soto. Mike Rizzo yeah. came on and said that. Yeah, we'll I don't see. believe it. I don't believe it. We'll see. I, 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 I that's a guy you build a team around. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if you would trade that guy. That'd be very dumb. So Alec Manoa went seven and two thirds today, three earned runs. But shouldn't have been three, man. Yeah, it shouldn't have been three, but. Unfortunately, he'll never be top five in baseball to Craig Ballard. Unfortunately, if you look at this guy's stats, it is fucking wild. Like, his ERA is so low. He's not punching out that many guys, but he's getting a lot of swing and misses. And um, these guys, like, at the plate look clueless against him. Like, they have no idea what the fuck's coming. He throws out 92, like, get me over sinker. And I don't think people swing at it ever, it seems like. And I'm fine. Hey, if he doesn't have to run it up all the time and he can just eat innings without, I mean, going 100%, it should be good for us in the long run. I still can't believe Jared thought he would be, he needed more time in AAA last year. That's the, only time that's the worst take ever. Yeah. The only time I've legitimately been mad at Jeremy Roach was when he said, Alec, but that's fine. In hindsight, 2020, right? We were, we were, cracked. thank God he's not running the team because he would still be in Buffalo right now. <laughs> if he was still, I couldn't imagine him still in Buffalo. You would have like a point, you have like a point. Two six ERA right now in AAA. Yeah, he'd need more time though for Jer. 
And we were talking about that guy. So obviously it makes zero sense that Trent Thornton's on this team. Like we can all agree on that, right? Yeah, I mean, Baraki's like they're talking he's gone, right? Yeah, I think he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. But there was he a clears cl- waivers. There was that closer I was talking to you about, right? On the Jays. Yeah, what, in the what minor leagues. Hernandez, I don't remember or something, but the Jays have a guy in the minors right now for the Buffalo Bison. I, I will pull this up. I will find this. Who has a sub three ERA? He's punching out a shit ton of guys, and his numbers are pretty good. And he's like decently old, like not old, but he's like old enough to be playing in the show. No, he's he's a two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's two thousand. Yeah. So yeah, he's like you know he's twenty two, twenty three. I mean that's good enough fucking for me. <laughs> he has a two thirty ERA. That's Lawrence, right? Lawrence two thirty ERA. That guy might have pitched today. Yes, K Johnston, right? Is that what I'm talking about. I have no idea who you're talking. I thought this was a Dominican guy we were talking about. Yes, Dominican guy. Okay. Definitely not Kay Johnson then. Yeah, but anyways, Johnson. <laughs> there's a, there's a Dominican guy in the minors right now. It's 2000. We talked about him that should be in the show right now. And we can't throw in we can't keep throwing out Trent Thornton. Sorry. I, he, he's been on the uh, my other podcast, but we just can't we can't keep throwing out Trent Thornton. And um, Julian Merriweather. Yeah, no. I we have no business watching those guys, I don't think. Yeah. Why don't we, we love, need to give a guy a chance, like just see what we have, right? Like doing them, p- keeping them in AAA is just like it's like come on, like let, let's just at least see what this guy has. But I, I don't even want to touch this team right now. They're so hot. Like don't call up, don't send down a fucking soul. Seriously, don't call up or send down anyone. Fine with me, man. I just keep keep it rolling, Charlie. Give you a pat on the back or something. You've Managed to keep your job and uh, figuring it out. Yeah, he's, he, he kept his job all right. And another thing I want to bring up is, so um, like I mentioned in the last podcast, Connor Morrow is a good friend of mine. And uh, he coaches 18U OBJ, and these guys fucking love us. Like, they love this podcast. And they went squirrely when, when I mentioned Connor Morrow. They're like, holy fuck. Like, they mentioned him on the Gate 14 podcast. I just want to give a special shout out, man. To my boy Corey Morrow and like all those OBJ to new boys listen to the pod grinding. Hopefully this finds you guys well and you're actually listening to this in class because you're all going JUCO probably. And um, I just appreciate the love and the support, man. It's crazy. When Connor Morrow told me that, I was like, let's fucking go. Like, let's fucking ride. The Geek 14 boys are buzzing when you got kids going crazy when we mentioned Connor. But yeah, dude, shout out to the OBJ 18 new boys, man. Keep dog walking teams like OBJ usually does, but it's uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to you guys, man. I was there. I was grinding 18U, fucking driving my Ford Escape, just having a good time with the boys. I'd booze after every game Saturday. Like, just it that's the lifestyle. Like, just and I will, and if I have any piece of advice for those young guys right now playing in like the CPBL or whatever, PBLO and whatever like that, don't take it for granted. Cause you never know when you turn like the clock hits, you turn like 25 and you don't have like you don't have a locker room to be with the boys. You know, you don't, you don't have like, bus rides or you don't have um just like chances to kind of kick it with the fellas like in the in the dugout like just fuck around you know group chats everything don't take it for granted that's all i have to say yeah i played obj best organization in the world um uh, obj you just show up and beat teams because they were just scared to play you at some point yeah but it's like even for kids like that man you don't really remember the baseball that much it's like i friend- seriously couldn't tell you a game yeah, I, it's I, the friends you make. It's the it's the shit you get in trouble for. It's you running at the hotel at three in the morning because people got in trouble by the coach. That's the shit you'll always remember. 
they're your, they'll be your best friends for life, man. You'll always have those memories, but keep grinding. It's a lot Dude, of fun. I, it's just like, I, and the thing is, I saw a couple of like the guys I played with uh, on the nationals like last week at the inner county game and stuff. And it's just like your face lights. And the thing is, that's awesome is like you see these guys, right? And it's like you, you talk to them like you, you haven't missed a beat. Oh yeah, that, that's what it is. Like you haven't missed a beat. You guys just still talk. You guys are still on the same team. It's awesome, dude. It really is. You uh, you bond a lot over the people you hate. There, it's uh, something else. Something I'll never forget. That's for sure. Yeah, it's one of the greatest things, dude. It's fucking awesome. I have a nice little story from my golf round today. So I'm uh, I know whatever you're gonna say. Playing the Duke University golf course. By the way. Duke University is not a university. It is a fucking resort. Like, I understand how Coach K got every single good recruit of all time. <laughs> this is a legit resort. I cannot believe how nice the campus was. And they have Coach K's name everywhere. That guy's a shitty guy. I don't like Yeah, Coach piece K. of trash. Piece of fucking trash. So I, uh, we're golfing, like, second hole, third hole. I get paired up with this random guy. And these two guys come, like, gunning down the fairway. And they just join our group. I was like, oh, okay. really? Like, on the third hole, there's this like six six guys black and there's like a six seven guy white guy so we, we play a couple of holes um they just start kind of talking to us um, i asked the one guy what he does for work and he goes uh i do play-by-play for the hornets what like, the fuck I was like what <laughs> turns out it was gerald henderson who had played like 10 years in the nba and now just works for the hornets they just absolutely run that golf course because they can do whatever they want and uh, yeah, that's my story from today. That's a sick. Uh, that's sick. Uh, so you're playing at Duke, dude. I mean, how far was that drive for you though? It had to be far as fuck. It was 13 hours. Took. So are you there with your with your rents and shit? No, I solo mesh. 13 hours solo mesh. I mean, there's something about just being on. I like being on my own sometimes. Not Me too. I not, love it. Not having someone fucking rag in your ear all the time. It's just like, yeah, I, I'm doing it next week. I'm going to Cincy to watch uh, a couple of my guys on the D backs. I, I, I'm excited for it. it's like six hours. though. It's like six and a half hours. So it's nowhere near what the fuck you just did. But yeah. I'm definitely excited for it. Dude, you just throw on a pod and you just make it happen, man. It's- you just throw. Oh, you don't dip, but you just throw in a dip. Just fucking <laughs> sometimes I'll just watch baseball games on the dash. Like I'll put the <laughs> that is crazy that you do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it, that's what I'll be doing. Like that's exactly what I'll be doing. So it's uh, I'm, I'm excited for it, dude. I really am. Possibly tough golf course tomorrow, and then going to University of North Carolina to watch some baseball. That's fucking electric. You're living the life, man. So you're just not working, or like what's going on with that? Um, I'm not working tomorrow, but I, I had to do some stuff today. Vlogging the trip though, as part of work. Really? So, yeah. Okay, so you're a content guy. Yeah. What we'll camera? Using your phone? Yeah, my phone. That's incredible. Let's. I mean, uh, that's definitely what you were doing too, right? Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Let's. Uh, let's cut in here. Let's. Let's go into uh, the series this weekend. Minnesota Twins. What we kind of talked about earlier. You got. Yeah, you, you got you got fucking who's going first? You got Gonzalez, Dylan Bundy, and Smelter. Who's who is good. Gonzalez? He's a rookie. I think making his debut. Oh. Chi No, no, no. He's not a rookie. Oh, I know Chi Gonzalez. He's Holy trash. shit! <laughs> trash. He's trash. So you got Gonzalez. Chi versus Kikuchi. Barrios versus Bundy. Smelter versus Gossman. Pretty good. Gossman um, going. Gossman's going to absolutely carve that team up. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Smelter isn't Terrible. very good. Terrible. Did have cancer. Terrible. Though. 
He did, but he's terrible. <laughs> and he he's was so Bundy sucked. They suck. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, Correa is going to be gone from there. I think he has like a option after his second year, right? Yeah. No, he, ever this year. This year. Sorry. Every year he has one, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it's going to, it's going to be cool. Like, it's going to be sick to see the Jays finally face a team that's kind of mediocre. Like, the White Sox are mediocre and you swept, right? The White Sox are mediocre and you swept. Yeah. And we play the whole Central these two weeks. It's weird. Because then we, we got to play the Royals and then whoever else is in the Central, someone else after that. Yeah. So, yeah, you got the Royals. Yeah, you got the Royals after the Yankees, I believe. Oh, is that who we play? Yeah. Royals. No, Royals are Monday. Oh, and then so Tigers on Friday. When do we? Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yankees in two weeks. Oh, two weeks. You're right. So, no, then we play weeks. the fucking Orioles. When do we play the Yankees, dude? Am I just going fucking? Am I just losing it? Yeah, you completely lost it. They don't play the Yankees for a very. Oh, that's yeah. They do June, June 17th. June 17th. <laughs> okay, we were sorry. talking like it was last yeah. next week though. Wow. Okay, I'm fucking very dumb. No, that is very. Don't very say dumb. that, man. Okay, no, I, that's on me. I gotta be better. I didn't realize that. Okay, can we so, get a? Uh, hey, Jr. Can we get a prediction for the series? Um. <laughs> yeah, I could see Jays like again sweeping. The Twins are not that great of a team. I looked into the numbers, and the, the Twins aren't that great of a team. And I can see the Jays, <laughs> Jays going three and zero. I'm excited to see Kikuchi go up against like a not a good team. <laughs> Thanks, Jer. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Kikuchi's gonna carve lefty throwing gas. I think they're half decent against one one side. I don't know which side it is. I think. I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm just gonna keep guessing sweeps till we lose. <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy, but I, I gotta respect that. I was called crazy for predicting a sweep for this series, right? You and Jer both two and one. Yeah, true. I think Jeremy said sweep, though. Okay, that's my guy. Yeah. So, I, I, I want to say this. Jay's going to go two and one. June 9th. Who do we play on June 9th? Because that's Jersey Day. All right, let me see the Jays play June 9th. <laughs> uh, they have an off day. Okay. So, June so the 10th. Jays aren't home until they face the Orioles on June 13th. But I'm saying we wait. Like the June 9th is the deadline, but we wait, we wait till the Yankees series, June 17th, when the Yankees are here. That's like when I wear the full uniform. That's when there'll be most fans. I like that. I like that a lot. Yep. That's what we're going to do. We're going to need, we're going to need that from you for sure. Especially a big <sighs> series like that. You think we could be playing for first place in that series? Yes. I really do. I, who do the Yankees have up here? The Yankees. I think they have a decently hard schedule. I think we like we said they had one of the hardest schedules remaining. Yeah, I sure hope so. They got the they got the Rays, but they face the Rays at home uh, before that, and then they go to Toronto and they face the Rays again after that, and then they face the Astros. So it's the gauntlet starting to come up a little bit for nice. that. So I'm excited for that. So I'm going to predict two and one. Tay Oscar stays hot. Tay Oscar, it's another. I'm going to say two nukes for Tay Oscar this weekend because when he's hot, it is fucking nightmare fuel for people. And Guriel's been also insane, too, on an insane run. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Ryu. I'm assuming he's going to be back on the IL, so they're going to have to get Yeah, I think they put him on already. Yeah, so they're going to have to get Stripling back on the mound. So Stripling will go, I believe, against, you said the Royals, right, on Monday? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So he'll be going up against the the, uh, Royals. But 
like I, I wouldn't touch anything with this team. I mean, it's crazy because all these lineups continue to put up a shit ton of runs, but keep it going. I, we got to stop with the Zimmer. That's the only thing. It's working though, man. It's working. Yeah. That's like the only thing. <laughs> yeah, it really not. is. It's been good. What an awesome week. So, like, uh, this is how we're going to end it here. So, this weekend, Jays Twins, uh, uh, if the Jays sweep the Twins, this might be one of the most fun teams I've, like, fun stretches of Blue Jays baseball I've ever had watching because how poor they were. Like, not even a week and a half. Like, oh, yeah, a week and a half ago. So, it's fun to see. It's really fun to see because... If they sweep the Twins or even take 2-1, if they take 2-1, they're 10-1 and in their last 11. Like, sign me the fuck up for that. If they lose this series, then I'm back on meltdown mode. That's what I have to say. No, 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 no. Oh, lose the series. Yes. Uh, I mean, if we get swept, then meltdown mode. I think go 1-2, and two, we're okay. You look at it hindsight, right? Yeah. I think I don't. we don't, just don't need to look at it. But we shouldn't even think. We're not going to fucking lose. Not once. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I because fuck, dude, that's a good point. But I, okay, one and two, I won't have a meltdown. No. If they get swept, I'll have a meltdown. That's that's what we'll agree on. It always just depends how they play the last game too. How yeah, like yeah, because yeah, for sure. That's because that's when we record the pod. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, we will be doing a giveaway for the Tay Oscar bobblehead. Um, I don't know what we're gonna be doing yet with it, but we will be doing it. So just stay tuned for that. Merch I too. So I yeah I believe some of them are selling for like a hundred of these bobbleheads, which is crazy. But I'm not gonna sound like a fuck. So maybe we'll do a merch giveaway with it or something along those lines. But we'll be doing that. And the people that voted no on the poll, like as a joke or <laughs> we're just trying to be funny or I don't know what it was. I know who you are. I've screenshotted it. If you try to DM us as a friend or just try to like interact with us, we will not answer. I know who you are, and just know I've kept the tally of you. So that that's all. That's how I want on the podcast. You have any last words? So thanks for showing up, JR, again. Fuck, man. <laughs> Maybe we'll see him on Sunday. Probably not, though. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> no, that's all I got. Go Jays. Go Jays. Let's roll. Let's have a great weekend, everyone.